Hello and welcome to the Pixel Perfect Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Mike. And I'm Rob. We have Rob back. Mike's still laughing because uh, we mentioned something hideously inappropriate and not safe for podcasting before this, and he's just he's gone bright red. It's fine. Right. Should we it's continue? It's not funny at all. It's totally funny. It's not fine when you scar people for life, is it, Mike? <laughs> is, is that fine? So on today's show, we have the usual introduction. We have our new segment. And we have our main topic, uh, which is graphics are not everything, which yeah. I think is quite an important topic at the moment yep. with the, the tripe that is Mass Effect. Then we'll have what we've been playing and then the one star Amazon review quiz. Everyone good with that? No. Too late now, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is too late because I, I wrote com- the agenda. I want a completely different agenda. Uh, I want to talk about um, uh, uh, My Little Pony. Get out. <laughs> Right, so we shall stick some music in, news, jingle, and yeah, we'll head into the news. Hello, and welcome back. Uh, We're going to start off with news. Well, the first bit of news is that Mass Effect Andromeda has been released, hasn't it? But ha 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 ha! I feel sorry for Bioware. I do, but we're, we're sort of going to discuss this later on, isn't it? With graphics aren't everything, but uh, keeping it brief, let's say there's been a lot of backlash with graphics and facial. Um, uh, um, well, basically not faces. No, not facial. Never mind. I say you're looking very smooth. Oh, thank you. Um, no, but to do with facial movements. Just creeping Rob out now. <laughs> We're talking about the facial... Oh, never mind. Talking about facial animations and especially that Krogon Kro- Kro- fight scene that you showed me. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, oh there's a lot God. to talk about. But yeah, the our bit of news is... Well, do you want to talk about it now or shall we talk about it later? Let's talk about it later in the main segment. Yeah, okie dokie. Can I do another bit of news? Yeah, seeing as that was kind of rubbish. Thanks. Go on. Well, today there's been an announcement that I've forgotten the name. Destiny 2. Thank you. Destiny 2 I has been released. I know about your news. Yes, because I told you five minutes ago. Yep, Destiny 2 has been announced uh, in the form of a image on their Twitter account as a banner. So you've got Destiny with the number 2, and the number 2 seems to be sitting on the last city. And the last city seems to be on fire. So does the Guardian, actually. Everything seems to be on fire. So we can't tell if the Guardian's evil or not, though. So is this a a sequel? Yeah. Or is it like a different... Well, I I assume... Oh, so we play the same... I assume Do you think you'll have your character? No. They did say about this, your characters will not transfer. Because that will give players who have been grinding originally Destiny uh, a massive unfair advantage over new players who they hope will pick it up. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And if it's if it's a massive jump in time, I'm assuming there's a massive jump in time. It might not be, because don't forget we haven't played the latest DLC. True, but it's nothing. Um, there's nothing groundbreaking in the latest DLC. I, I kind of no stayed clear of the Rise of Iron. Yeah, it's just because it doesn't really. I don't know. It just doesn't. Because we played Destiny for ages, hundreds of hours, but we just kind of dropped from it. Yeah, uh, it's just, yeah, it's just, I'm just curious, but there isn't really much to the news because it's all based off one image and it could just be artistic license, but it does look that the, like the last city has fallen. The last city has fallen and you only can save humanity and all the hundreds of other people playing. It's like every other MMO. 
So, Rob, what will be your news? Uh, is it? My, oh, sorry. Is it? Well, it's you quickly key. look it up it's on your phone, key. and I pass you the laptop. I've already got it. I've already got it. Shameful, Rob. So, um, g- g- there we go, Rob. Look, it's already up on IGN. Dark Souls 3 DLC. <laughs> I don't care. Released today. I don't um, care. I know you don't. Some people might. Paul's listening. He'll care. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. Yeah, even though the last DLC he absolutely hated. Um, what was the last DLC? Ashes of Arendelle. I didn't what did that it. add? Uh, it was a... I think it was a callback to Dark Souls 1, which I've not played. Um, so it's like through a painted... Through, you go through a painting, basically. Um, I didn't get very far in it, so I haven't done a lot of the lore. Okay. That's, that's similar to one of the quests in The Witcher, actually. Okay. But it's it, very it's, similar. Yeah, I didn't really... There's what the first boss I kind of struggled with because I was on New Game Plus. And so instead, I decided to go back and start again i'm not actually up to the point yet and this new dlc is actually after the game rather than because the okay. other one you can play midway through yeah at a certain point you reach a certain point i think it's i think you can enter it from two points um the first one so this one's actually after the game and this is definitively like the end of dark souls yeah it does say so this, this in the this release is, review on ign it is the end of it entirely so i think there's like a the end of the dark souls 3 or the end of dark souls forever dark souls forever so this oh. apparently has a lot of um, uh, kind of lore from... Because obviously Dark Souls is kind of this mysterious series and it's all about your interpretation of what Dark Souls is. So this kind of ties... And all three are kind of different, so it kind of ties them all together apparently. Hmm, it's sort of tempting me to get it, well, later on. Probably like, be on how, sale what do they point. mean by What do they mean by DLC? Do they mean expansion or is it is it literally just a few extra quests? Because I haven't played this because I... W- um, so it says seven hours to beat the first time round. So that's well, a I decent guess amount of. That is a good amount of playtime for DLC. I, I, think I think I bought it for fifteen quid both DLC packs. That's not too bad. So actually. Fifteen, yeah, 15 bad. quid for well, if you double that, okay, so let's say fourteen, fifteen hours. I mean, how much you pay for a cinema ticket? Ten quid for an hour and a half. Like if you put it in context of how much other things cost for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. not a lot. So as I suppose we've been sort of spoiled with uh, Witcher stuff. Yeah, well, The Witcher is in a league of its own. Yeah. I think there's four bosses, which is... A full bot. Actually, when they say seven hours, they probably mean seven hours for good people. Yeah, could you imagine me trying to beat it? I can. I can imagine you buying a new television afterwards, but I can. Actually, I I thought of another advantage of VR the other day. What, you can't throw it at the screen? I can't throw my controller through the VR headset. You you can throw the VR headset on the ground, though. Yeah, no, I like VR. <laughs> so my bit of news is a franchise that I love, Telltale Games, have announced the release date of the Guardians of the Galaxy game. Come on, who's excited for this? Did you even know about this? I didn't even know this. Look his face. So Telltale Games are making a Guardians of the Galaxy game. Um, the release date is supposedly the 5th of May. Okay. And features who is the big bad? Is it Thanos? Yes, because you've just looked at the picture. Well, it's obviously Thanos, well, isn't it? Yes. Um, I like at least, Thanos. No, according to IGN, they have revealed one of the series antagonists. Okay. So there's going to be more than one. So I wonder if Death turns up. Um, it was originally announced in uh, the Game Awards 2016. Yeah, it's not so while ago, wasn't it? No, I had it absolutely is- no idea. It's kind of slipped under the radar. Being sceptical about this, this is a week after the release of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 film which makes me kind of question their motives of 
But Well, if, this is just a big marketing thing. But even if it is, Telltale have a really good track record. Yeah, true. So yeah. like the Game of Thrones one, if we're worried about tie-ins. Yeah, that Game was of Thrones, really good. okay, people bitch that you couldn't actually change the ending as such, but you can change who is alive. You couldn't change the actual outcome. But at the end of the day, I had an amazing time playing the Game of Thrones one because yeah. it wasn't... Yeah, it's tied to the franchise, but it's a different parallel story. Yeah. So I'm hoping this is the same. But I've, yeah, I'm I've excited. I've never been disappointed with Telltale stuff, so... There's a game I I really... I'm trying to think of what my favourite one is. I haven't played the Batman one yet. I need I'm to. tempted That's quite about good. buying the Batman one, actually. I've not finished that. I've done episode four out of five, I think. That's good. Is it one of those... Because I find if it's a bit samey, like uh, the the Game of Thrones one, I could play the entire thing all the way through because it's very different each episode. Yeah. Whereas The Walking Dead, yeah, okay, it's an individual episode, but it kind of feels a bit samey. Okay. I, l- I love it. I haven't finished, I haven't started that one actually. I have the full pack before Batman came out. Yeah, the, well, the Telltale one. bundle on yeah. PlayStation. Uh, the Wolf Among Us, thoroughly recommend that. It's amazing. Okay. But yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I'm excited. Um... I just looked up Destiny's uh, plot for the uh, Iron Lords. It's 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 nothing groundbreaking. Is it is it something to do with, with the a virus. Iron Banner? No, there's a virus that gets released and they have to stop it. It's a self-replicating nanovirus. Oh. Yeah. Oh, all right. See, it doesn't excite me at all. No, I think not. I, not for the amount that. Granted, now you can go and buy Destiny brand new with all the DLC for okay, forty pounds is quite good. I'll yeah. say for that. But if you've bought it bit by bit as it came out, oh no. Because no. I, I went out and re bought the entire pack when yeah, you the had Taken to. King came yeah, you out. Had to. Yeah, I had to. Because I wasn't going to buy all the individual DLCs because it's more expensive than going buying the game on sale. So, okay. So that was our new segment. Uh, we will go for a quick break and then we will come and talk about why graphics are not everything. And welcome back. So today, I've, this has been bounced around quite a bit, actually. And with the release of Mass Effect Andromeda, I think it needs to be tackled more and more in the gaming industry. And that is that graphics are not everything. We've already, well, I'm stating my standpoint. It's really not. No, it's not. But, like, let's take Mass Effect Andromeda, right? Because that's the elephant in the room at the moment. So it's just been released and there's been... a massive backlash over the facial animations i've seen this on youtube i didn't i'm not getting stung by these games i know it's a triple a and i thought oh it'd be amazing but i'm not i didn't buy it on day one yeah i've stopped buying stuff on day one horizon zero don't seems to be worth it but i might i might get that one now um but anyway talking about facial animations um there's there's multiple problems it's they've they've got a lot of what i call plasticine face a bit like the a bit like uh, oblivion where when you had a conversation with someone they just stared bug-eyed at you and didn't move and it but was that's, really that's awkward. the eyes like their eyes are dead they, 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 they're, they're like puppet eyes they just stare into the oneness of space sort of thing 
which is really creepy when they're supposed to be having an intimate moment together. It's like, I love you. It I looks, love you. I seen the, the supposed love scene, and it was it was bad to watch because I was very aware I was watching a bad, badly rendered cinematic. That's the problem because the voice acting is really good. But it doesn't match the facial animation. So you've got a bit where I've seen as well where I'm assuming some sort of airlock opens and a lot of the protagonists are hanging on for dear life. But it looks like they don't care. I think, yeah. It, well, it, it, their face is plastic. And also the there's sort of movements like stretching lips and stretching faces. and I've seen the duck face image, yeah, which is when, really funny. When they talk, like if they're saying, I don't know, like, hello... The O is like really pronounced with the lips pushing, puckering out completely. So it's over exaggerated. It's. <laughs> I don't think you're going to like my comparison. It's like when a British person goes to a foreign country and tries wow, to speak. Sensitive. Tries to speak to an to a non-English speaker and just speaks slowly and loudly at them. I don't know how does that even work. If if you think you talk louder and slower, <laughs> the, the person who doesn't speak English is going to understand you. If you're an idiot. <laughs> just don't yeah. try it. But that's the sort of facial animation they've got. And and the interesting thing is. I don't think I, th- I. It looks like it was intentional. If so, right? I don't know if you know. When you start off, you can either choose to be male or female. Yeah. You can, if you want to, go with the set model. Yeah. It basically, looks like the. Um, Does it come on? It looks like looks Commander like Shepard. No, it's not. Shepard's gone. They look like the voice actors. Oh, okay. So, yeah. it, so the so the mapping of the actor to the model is quite close yeah but when you superimpose another person on it it's really really good it's well rendered well sculpted and everything but then when you go to the so it it provides you with like i think eight or 12 faces where you can then modify a little bit to look like you and all of these are based off models they look nothing like the model they look plasticky so why so there's one really good face that works yeah or there's two say a male one yeah. and a female one that work really well and then there's the rest that just don't yeah so if you if you were able to do that for those two why can't you do it for the others okay cba so, man so what <laughs> cba I'm, I'm pretty sure that bioware can be bothered because it's bioware they make amazing rpgs maybe someone just like on a bad day just handed it in Nobody thing, noticed. The entire, well, I'm pretty sure, like not the entire team, but a lot of people who worked on Mass Effect Three quit. The entire team did. So all of Mass Effect Three, the development team, resigned because apparently um, the ending was supposed to be completely different. Yeah, I can imagine. And the idea with the Star Child and so on, apparently that came from the bosses. Ah. So their point was, okay, we'll finish just because we're contractually obliged, but then goodbye. So they've given them to the sub... The, the, the Mass Effect Andromeda was developed by the sub-development team. So this is technically their very first AAA game. So it's it's analogy a bad analogy, but it's boys playing in the men's world, basically. Yeah, I mean... Well, I you can, can't... They're going to be good. They're going to be good at what they do. To I'm be not fair, the rest of them. the game looks really, really nice. I mean, the graphics look good. The... Uh, few funny glitches, obviously. They have glitches, but I can... I can yeah, everything has glitches, and we can forgive I that. I can forgive that. I mean, I'm a massive fan of Bethesda, right? 
I will buy anything Bethesda gets releases. And their games like Skyrim, they're notorious for being buggy. They're hilarious, though, because we just make fun of them. I just don't care. I like the game. The game's fun. And that's the thing with Mass Effect. The the, the story's interesting, apparently. The graphics are, you know, the general graphics are fairly decent. The... They have. There has been complaints that they've toned it down to being more of a shooter. Well, Mass Effect was never. It was never a first-person shooter, but I feel that to appeal to a wider audience, I hate that phrase. Yeah. But you you can't make it purely like a, a I don't know, like a really in-depth sci-fi thing where you can mess with wiring and computers, and if you could, you no, can no, make no. as details you want, but True, people but wouldn't play it. If you want, you wanted something that was, you know, look at the earlier Mass Effects. They're more story-driven games, and it's like diplomacy yeah. and stuff like the that. The writing is amazing. And now they seem to be going down the sort of Call of Duty clone, especially with their multiplayer. Now their multiplayer is a massive, massive pile okay. of shite. Right. Okay. Before we go any further on ripping on Mass Effect, uh, obviously I've got I've got some bullet points here to talk about to try and keep us on topic because otherwise we'll just talk about. Okay. Random stuff for the next. But, yeah, to, to, to conclude that, Mass Effect generally seems all right. It's the facial animations, but in general, I agree with you. Okay, so I think the first thing we need to set up a grounding for what we're going to talk about exactly. So, when we talk about graphics, that specific word, what do we mean? When we define graphics... How the game looks, isn't it? Really? Well, no, Res- probably resolution. I will, I will disagree with you. Graphics. So it's technically like the technical aspect of it. It's what makes up the aesthetic. So the graphics of a game. What's aesthetics, Chris? Aesthetics. What is How? Please tell me you know what the word aesthetics means. Uh, you're foreign. You're forgiven if you don't. So the aesthetics or the overall impression that the art style gives you. So how the game yeah, looks, feels, aesthetics. Oh, never mind. Yeah, we're talking about the same word. Just okay, just keep on going. Sorry, I don't understand your accent. I'll bugger off. Okay, so I would speak say loudly and slowly. Aim. <laughs> His first language is English. <laughs> Still foreign. He's not. Not anymore. True. He has a European passport, which we soon won't have. Okay, so back to topic. <laughs> this, is, this is why I have bullet points to keep yeah, yeah. you all in order. Can, can so I, graphics are a tool that is used to create an aesthetic of a game. So graphics refers to polygons, textures, rendering features of a model, environment, or texture of a rock. Yeah, but in, in reality, it is what the game looks like to people. No, that's aesthetics. Yeah, I would... Can I, can I do my bit? Yeah, go on. Dark Souls... Yeah. Graphics of Dark Souls aren't amazing, but it's an amazing looking game because of the art design. Like oh, you what you said. You're talking about the actual graphics, like the technical quality of the graphics is not brilliant. But then when you're walking through like an Orlando or something and it looks amazing, that's because of the art design, not because of the graphics. I so think you can get away with it if it looks amazing aesthetically and because of the art design, you can get away with having not perfect this, graphics this is kind of like when when the general public talk about graphics they mean they mean aesthetics they that's mean what i'm trying to get style. across like when people say the graphics are shit they're not talking about the polygons and rendering and 
well, they might be talking about the frame rate, but they really mean about how it looks. So Fallout, for example, 4 had massive tons of shit thrown at it. Oh my god, it doesn't look good. Doesn't Fallout look 4 good, looks amazing. Good. It's not... It's not the if most compare it, If you game. compare it to Dark Souls 3, for example, or other games, it's not fantastic, but who cares? It's uh, it's good how enough. How immersive is Fallout, yeah. though? Mm. It's good enough. Because the aesthetic of the game... It all ties in the sound design, the the color palette, like everything works. Yeah, I mean, we were recently to playing Borderlands again, weren't we? I love, I, I love the art style of Borderlands. The, the art style is fantastic. It's 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 not. Uh, you, you can't see two ladybirds having sex on the leaf of that little, tiny little plant, but it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't because it's such a yeah. That's the first thing he goes to. I was gonna, yeah. What are you supposed to jerk off to then? <laughs> in, in Borderlands, literally Krieg. anything. Krieg. You're supposed to jerk I off to Krieg. Okay. Krieg is my favourite character. Yeah, no, no. Claptrap is very close behind in the pre-sequel. Yeah. But but you know the point. I mean, sort of like there are these people who go like, oh my god, I can't see the veins of a leaf looking on the. Tw- oh, does that really add to your gameplay? You know, no. Um, if, I, I find if you're looking for that in the game, you're not enjoying the game. Yeah, but it, I think it also depends on the game. Like Dark Souls isn't a game where you have to have, you don't have cutscenes in it, so you don't have to see someone's face physically moving because yeah. most of the time it's covered anyway, and it doesn't really matter. It kind of adds to the weirdness of the game, if anything. Whereas I've been playing a lot of Uncharted Four recently, and the facial animations in that are incredible, and that definitely adds to the game because I felt a lot more for Dark Souls for uncharted four characters in this game than i have for any of the other three uncharted games but is and that, that's because the facial animations is look incredible because they're more humanized yeah they look like humans you see whereas i still enjoy the other the no uncharted i really i really games. enjoyed them but when i started four i was like i genuinely believe these are people now rather than just mm, yeah yeah i mean uh, graphics have let's say graphics art style has has its niche i think depending on what sort of game you're looking at this this will bring me on to another point later on. Hold that thought. That's a really good point. Okay. So we've d- defined when when we talk about graphics here now, we are sticking to the technical. It is a tool. Yeah. It is the rendering. It is the textures, things like that. Animations. Yeah. So why are graphics important? Now I've got a list of stuff I kind of want to go through, go which for it. which makes which will all tackle these problems in Mass Effect, for instance, yeah. and other and other games. Um, so, they. my first point is they add to realism. But I think this is a goal you will never catch. Because the closer to reality you get, the less forgiving the gamer is. Say, for instance, you're playing... Uh, I don't Dark know. Like, not a hero. It's pixel art. Yeah. You are aware you're playing a game. I hate school. Yeah. I love that game. But you're you're aware you're playing a game. But at the same time, you're not aware of the intricacies of the graphical design. Yeah. Because, you know, like, say, imagine that. Now imagine the exact same game in photorealistic graphics. Yeah. Well, you would be very aware that you're playing a 2D side-scroller that kind of looks like arse. Because your brain is trying to superimpose a realistic image onto it yeah Do you know what i mean yeah i know what you mean it's it's getting close enough that you don't expect perfection so, yeah is it is this the right time to say it's the, the uncanny valley yeah yeah uh, uh, yeah well, especially with facial animations it's when you get so realistic it then becomes creepy yes that's that's what i'm trying to say like um talking 
Yeah, like, okay, go mm-hmm. on. Go on. Talk well, about ta- it. Talking Rogue One. Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers alert. So, <laughs> Talking's <laughs> in Rogue One, despite the fact that Peter Cushing died in the 90s, I think. But he looks fucking weird because he's next to other humans. Yes. Whereas if that was a video game, I'd, it would. If make they had left him alone, he would have looked better. If you didn't yeah. put a real life actor yeah, next to him. Yeah, like because you're expecting it to look like a real person, you're like, why the fuck is his face melted and then been like stuck back on his own face again? <laughs> <laughs> See, but the thing is, this is why I didn't feel. I, f- I felt that. That Leia's cameo, the CGI Leia, was all right because there was no other actor in that scene. You see her from behind, which is obviously not CGI, but then it flicks around to her face and it's just her face. Yeah, that bit was fine, but she's got a bit at the end where she's saying, "Oh, there's hope." Where there's the her eyes other, look weird. There's the guy behind her, and that actually jars. Yeah, that does. So jar. I, I think that the closer you get to realistic graphics, in more so with humans, and more so with trying to render human interaction it becomes difficult yeah. because say a driving game like that's not going to break immersion no if it's i i don't know it, if it was a it's quite hard to explain but if you're trying to render a person in photorealism and then you render a car you're going to be very aware of imperfections in the person but not the car yeah. because you are used to interacting with and humans movements and everything yeah. as well it's like Gait, how they walk how they or the mice effect how their bum seems to just like Oh, the, the bum changes size. Like, <laughs> Okay, so... Um, um, can I just point out at this point as well, like with, graphic, with graphics and aesthetics, that sometimes you get games where they focus on that and they just focus on that and like, they, they don't make a game, they're making a, a movie. So if I'm thinking of The Order 1886... I can add a few more into here as well. Beyond Two Souls. Never, never played it. Ellen Page plays Ellen yeah, Page yeah, in Ellen Page, directed by what? What's his face? The really Willem Dafoe was in it as well. Yeah, he is. I'm trying to think of the guy's name who developed that game. Anyway, but I I know what you're trying to say. Like, yeah, it was it, it was short. There was no gameplay. The story was a, frankly a bit pants. Was it mocapped? Yes. Yeah. The thing is, I have no problem with games like that until dawn. LA, LA Noir. No, but until no no, I see I, I would I would counteract that with Until Dawn. Until Dawn you've got gameplay and you have potentially a bit of replayability when you're trying to change the outcome. But with the order eighteen eighty six, it was literally like what it I think that the problem with that game is it tried to be more of a showcase for the console than a good game. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. They they, they were solely based on graphics rather than gameplay. And I would rather have a game that bases more on gameplay rather than graphics. Okay, so we talked about uh, adding to realism. Mm-hmm. I want to talk for a second about color palettes. Okay. For our, we mentioned Fallout 4 and mm-hmm. its color palette. Dark Souls is another good example of this. Borderlands is another good Borderlands. example. Borderlands. They all have a very distinct color palette. Fallout, very dirty apocalypse thing. But as soon as you see writing in almost neon green, your brain goes, Pip-Boy. Yeah. It, it, okay, you can change it. They're but in your mind. Do, do you know what I mean, though? You, you can yeah, instantly yeah. recognize a franchise from a small like segment of the screen, which even has the, the, the heads-up well, display on it. Well, even that blue and yeah. gold would suggest, you know, yeah. Fallout. Any, anything. Like, it's very apparent that say even the brotherhood of steel in in that yeah the thematics and color scheme of the brotherhood 
are very good and they are very different to the institute like they're very identifiable and that's even within a game like within like the main game's color palette yeah you've got subgroups within that yeah, yeah. that it still adds to the overall thing dark souls for instance you mean it's quite dark and because it's dark now we know why they call it dark souls am i right way dumb dish but hey rob <laughs> so the color palette of dark souls does it adds to the game it I adds think. to the yeah, atmosphere yeah. of the game yeah. borderlands ignoring graphical style ignoring the cell shading graphics the color palette it's very cartoony it's very contrasting yeah i think it really works this is because a lot of thought and design has gone into that. How to create that world and make it feel like that game. Yeah. Uh, it works with sequels as well. I'd say uh, The Last of Us is a good one at that. Everything's really saturated. So there's no, there's like no bright colours in The Last of Us really at all. Okay. It's very sort of like, because obviously the world has gone to shit. Like even like magazine covers and stuff, they're not like bright magazine covers. They're all like, it's all quite... The world it's all feels very, tied it's in. It's very depressing. But yeah, what, what because you're there's to say no, is there's no, yeah, because there's no bright colors in it. Because yeah, it's reflective of the the world that it's in. Okay, so I I think the next best thing to go on to is not aesthetic. Yeah. But to take a step, if we're looking, say, a tree, the core what I'm talking about is aesthetics. The a main branch is this next bit, and then at the very end, the little like ladybirds leaves. Yeah, going for it. Ladybirds going at it. No. So if the leaves are graphics, it's just yeah. nature. The, the main branches are visual styling. Okay. The visual styling of Mass Effect as a series, not just Andromeda, is very, very tight. Yeah. It feels like a sci fi world. And it's very immersive because of, as we mentioned, the, the color palettes, the graphical style, and. Another thing that's really important. Oh, you see, they've 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 done something within this, where you can change the colors of your armor. I think, so uh, people can have bright pinks, and I think that's you could do that before. Yeah, I I, I I'm not a fan of that. I reckon I'm get, not give a fan. Restricted, yeah. Palette. I'm not a fan for like complete freedom in these sort of things because you can you imagine? Well, actually, Fallout Four there is a bright pink. Um, a skin for your battle armor, but never mind. Um, <coughs> excuse me. But yeah, I mean, can you imagine in Dark Souls, for example, running around in bright pink armor? Well, in Dark Souls, you can give your character green skin and like like little plug here. Yeah, you're dead. Green's mm. kind of acceptable. Well, yeah, but like you can make it like green. Like my brother's character on our on our Let's Play, my brother's character is green with red emo fringe. Okay. But doesn't that so ruin the game though sort of a little bit no it kind of adds because it's just because dark souls is just really fucking weird isn't it like it just kind of adds to it being weird like it's just weird and you just you've got a weird character it's just kind of odd isn't it yeah. and you, you can make some really i've seen like um some really messed up looking dark souls characters as well like you can pretty much morph the face into whatever sort of mm. form of tumorous growth you kind of want <laughs> to really <laughs> but yeah that sort of ties in with the aesthetic yeah, to be honest so. okay so i i, I want to bring in so visual styling i want to talk about you've got obviously ultra photorealism for what 
like the last like, sorry like um uncharted like yeah, uncharted, uncharted then you've got other ways of doing it the games i've pulled up earlier such as not a hero you've got something we've been recently playing together is don't starve together mm-hmm. it's completely Entire- cartoony entirely different end of the spectrum however i would there's um a really good post on reddit that i got some of these ideas from that talks about um if you look into painting if you look into art history video games are art yeah i don't care what anyone says they are art they're a medium for conveying emotion and if you don't agree with us fuck off i'm gonna have to bleep that bit because <laughs> that was quite aggressive mm, i feel a little bit scared <laughs> a little pee came out all over your sofa <laughs> we're in the room with a closed door with michael of course we should be scared yeah and he's doing weird <laughs> lewd, gestures. lewd gestures at us. <laughs> okay, so if you look into art history, um, you've got surrealism, impressionism, expressionism, all these kind of yeah. art styles that we kind of have a derivative of in video gaming. Yes, yes, we do actually. Because if you have things like you've got some really weird games that obviously have Day of no the Tentacle. Hey, Day of the Tentacle. Not played it. What is it? It's a f- it. It's on PS Plus. I've it's, not played that. It's basically an animated tentacle. It's it's hilarious. It's fantastic. Like Octodad. It's it's cartoony. It's point and click. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's just like one of Dali's sort of like twisted ideas. But then, do you, I think that if a game sets out with a visual concept or an idea? And they see that idea through, regardless of art style, regardless of graphical capabilities. It could be a 2D black and white piece of rubbish that takes one guy like a, two weeks to make. Yeah. But if the if it is done right, it can be very compelling. Yeah. I Obviously mean, not, not the very extreme end of that saying like asset flips and stuff. I'm yeah, not. Yeah. But if your arts, if your visual styling is good. And obviously, ignoring gameplay for a moment, if your visual styling is good, graphics do not matter. Yeah, I mean, we played that game recently that was also on the PlayStation Plus. Um, what was it called? The, the, the War of Us? This War of Mine. This the War of Mine. That is practically a 2D side-scroller, really. Yes, but how much does that convey emotion? Yeah, but that art style is perfect. It's dark, it's dingy. Just like Rob said with The Last of Us, it's yeah. got a very horrible, downtrodden atmosphere. Yeah, it, 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 it translates what it's trying to say perfectly. About that, that, that is a game I would recommend to anyone who's not into video games. Especially one, another good thing about it is everything in that game is styled everything yeah. even the handwriting in the menu it's not a menu it's a piece of card with handwriting scrawled on it each character card has the character's handwriting on which is all different and it it's just such a a good yeah. this is what i mean by visual styling and aesthetic like graphically it's nothing special however the story writing the 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 color palette the just everything in that game makes it as good as it is I was going to bring up Telltale. Yep, okay, go on. They're a good well, example. I mean, the, it's got a very distinct art style. Every single Telltale game looks the same. Like that kind of... The, it, that's their cartoony, aesthetic. So, not cartoony, but sort of... Sketchy. Yeah, sketch. sketchy kind of thing. Uh, it's nothing special, but it's kind of effective at doing what it wants to do. It doesn't... I Well, does it take anything away? Probably not. No, I, I've played all but the Batman one. 
I don't know if like yeah, I don't know if if you had say Uncharted Four graphics and that style game, you'd probably want I a don't different. Think you'd it probably want a, you'd want a different game though, wouldn't you? You'd kind just, of be like, well, why can't just, I run around and? That's just until dawn. The like, the mocap yeah. in that yeah. is what you're saying. It's amazing. It's a, but that for me would be too much of a deviation from what Telltale Games is as a yeah. developer. I think the whole thing about Telltale Games is that sort of like storytelling. You don't need super duper top no, range. They are good at what they do. Yeah. Um, so another good thing that I mentioned about is games. A, a game is good when the philosophy behind the game and the thought put into it is good. Regardless of graphics is what we're saying about yeah. uh, this war of mine. Um, obviously, it, it takes a lot more than just good creativity stop making lewd hand gestures robert we are n- we are not on real film <sighs> and you want to do a live stream <laughs> <laughs> how are we gonna do a live stream if you know, two keep no, you know sure. making you know the wanker gesture at each other and scissoring or whatever that is i don't know what that was mike i just want to make clear that i did not do that <laughs> i don't know what you said right back to topic to my bullet points so if we take if we take one end of the spectrum mass effect andromeda take it as if it was not broken the animations were perfect everything was good yeah okay at one end then at the other end take a game of your choice that is not graphically amazing oh actually take don't starve yeah like don't starve together have you played this rob briefly yeah okay so what would you take from each why would your experiences differ between those two games what would you take from each one 10 marks so this would be a great essay question for a video <laughs> <your> game <laughs> okay I'll, I'll try i'll try and explain a bit more so if you have the map let's call it the mass effect experience yeah. it's an amazing story it's beautiful to look at and everything but yes you feel things in that game regardless of how bad it is then you go and play this war uh, this war of mine or don't starve yeah your experience is going to be very very different not because of the game itself but because of the art style because art is open to interpretation yeah but you see i think that it's the right art style with the right game that makes a successful game so you can't import mass effect graphics onto don't starve i think because it won't work you know having that third person view with that sort of graphics of someone running around to pick up stuff to build it just doesn't work it really does not work this is what i'm trying to say is that so if art it it implies something that is abstract from reality yeah what going back to the original point that if you have hyper realistic graphics it's going to look weird precisely so the art style allows your mind to interpret the game in a way that say for instance you and i had slight if for argument's sake we had a slightly different interpretation of oh i don't know let's stick with don't starve yeah i might think oh that's cutesy a little bit nightmare before christmas you might think of it as almost Lovecraftian. Do, do you know what I'm trying to yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. Like we'll have different interpretations of the art, which will mean you have a different, not gaming experience, but you'll have a different emotional impression of that yes. medium. Well, that's, that's true for all art, isn't it, though? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Games are art. 
Robert, would you like to pitch in at this point in this very philosophical discussion? No. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's just what you what you get from it, isn't it? So if because like if if you, for example, don't appreciate the art style in Telltale games, then you're probably not going to enjoy Telltale games. I feel like the art style in Telltale games is a pretty big part of it. And uh, that's I, yeah, I that's agree, true. but I disagree. I sort of feel like if you don't get that, no matter how good that game is or how emotional it is, you're not going to be able to relate to it. But then uh, it would have to be pretty bad graphically. But it, it's not good it could, graphically. It, no, it but could, what it, I mean, it would have to be bad. Like it would have a bad color palette. It, the the drawings yeah, would be necessarily bad. I know, I know it could people. be something that annoys you. So let's say, for example, you're somebody who hates comic sketches, like really, really hates them. Like you can't stand looking at Actually, them. Actually, take a tangent for a minute. Let's talk about, there is a comic I want to talk about, which yes, you've picked up a very good point, actually, that you have a comic book that is set, I cannot remember what it's called. It's set in World War Two about a vampire and a magician. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is black and white pencil drawings. I don't like that art style. I didn't finish it. Yeah. But it's the story maybe you told me the story is amazing. The story it was well written, but I couldn't get through it because I didn't like looking at the art. Yeah. And if if, if you if I think you that's don't, what I was trying to say. Yeah. If you don't like that yep. sort of art style, like let's say you don't really don't like cartoons, that so you really don't like Borderlands, it doesn't matter that the game's A fun to play. A lot of people hate Borderlands. There you go. It, so. things I think the main selling point of Borderlands is not the graphics it's the humor yeah but if you can't stand looking at it then you're not going to care i think the last hurdle is can you stand claptrap especially when he's played by me no 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 mr superman not happy okay so i i want to i've got a few examples here of what i would separate games out into so games that have good graphics and then a game that has good aesthetic so let's talk they can have both i hate they the can we, have both. i hate the use of the word good well uh ref- refined let's say refined mm, not refined i would say graphics is objective yeah, yeah. everything's could, objective because people might say oh don't starve together the graphics are shit because it's all like 2d and like stupid but it's i don't think so um so to me, they're good graphics, but they might... I guess it depends what... You have to measure against what they were trying to do. Yeah. Their original vision. Yeah. Well, I suppose it's difficult to say, but you've kind of got to normalise it to like if what, you take it, what, what it's aspiring to be. So if you look at Naughty Dog and you look at Uncharted... If Uncharted 1 came out now, you'd compare it to Uncharted 4 and say Uncharted 1 has shit graphics. because that was it would, exactly what I was about to because say. Because it would do. So it's kind of... But Uncharted it, 1 doesn't have shit graphics. It has good graphics for that time yeah, period yeah, yeah. so I, I, you'll understand this list when i start going through it okay. like you, regardless of Test whether you, regardless of whether you like the game yeah or not i think these are quite as rob said objective all right objective? rob you take one grieve i'll take the other every no, time no. he annoys us we'll just graphical, hit him on the head with it graphical capabilities can be very uh, objective yeah battlefield one graphically I think that's an amazing game. Yeah. Yeah, I've only and seen aesthetically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because I it, think yeah, they did a good job on that one. Yeah, just stay away from the online multiplayer, right? 
Sorry? Just stay away from the online multiplayer. Yeah. Okay, a, a franchise none of us really like, but another first-person shooter franchise, Call of Duty. Yeah. Graphically, very, yeah. very good. Yeah, yeah. I'll but give you that. Yeah, actually, the aesthetic, I imagine... Uh, the aesthetic is probably good. Yeah, it is. Not, avan- not advanced... Not advanced warfare. Future war? What, you know, the Who space knows? <laughs> Black Ops? Modern Cod Blobs. No. Something One else. of them. And, mm, no, actually. Aesthetics space of the game. Marines. We've We've all played this. The original Modern Warfare... The mission... No, did you not play the original no. Modern Warfare? Have you? Yeah, the last Call of Duty it. I played was Call of Duty 2. So uh, there is one level in where you're crawling through Chernobyl. And yeah, you're a sniper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how good is that? Yeah. Like the graphics back like then weren't amazing. But the, the feel that that gave you was like, oh, yeah. this is really good. I remember playing Call of Duty, like the first one. And that, that I mean, if you look at the graphics today, you'll say, well, what's, what's this? It's an arse made of Lego. <coughs> like but, Mass Effect. <laughs> <laughs> but I still remember it really, really affectionately. Okay, so I know I've, I've picked two first-person shooters because of, yeah, okay, you need a good budget for that kind of graphical capability, which, yeah. which Bioware have. Oh, just one point off a bit of a tangent. Just because the graphics don't age well doesn't mean the game doesn't stay, doesn't remain popular, especially if the gameplay is good. Yes. If you look at Knights of the Old Republic, right? I've actually gone back and bought it again and played it again, although yeah. it does look b- like Lego. Uh, I've I've recently bought I bought the Star Wars pack on yeah, Steam and was it Jedi Knight Academy? Yeah, it looks terrible, but it's actually quite fun. Yeah, I used to love those games. Um, okay, one more game that uh, Mike and I have played quite a lot. I don't know if you have Rob. I don't imagine you have drum roll you s- because you need to put this on your wedding list. Rigs. Oh yeah, yeah. A both okay. There are caveat. There are limitations to VR graphical capabilities. But what we have now, uh, I've got it on PS Pro. Mike's got it on normal PS4. Um, I've noticed a difference between PS4 and PS Pro. But the rendering quality when you look around and you're sat in your rig, it's amazing. For what consider when you were younger. You were sat playing yeah. on a PlayStation, the original PlayStation 1. I was playing on a Game Boy. We all know your escapades, Bart Simpson's estate mm. in Camp Deadly. We need to set you a challenge <laughs> of buying that again. And have you still what got do you it? Mean buying it? I still have it. Right, you have to complete that game. I did complete it years ago. You have to do it again with no with no guides. Oh, bless you. You thought I had guides back then. The age before, the, before internet. the internet. Yeah. Do, you, do you remember like getting like a PlayStation magazine or something and there were cheat codes in the backs for certain games. No, yeah. no, Chris. No, I do not. I remember my dad used to, or was it my dad? Someone used to buy the magazines for me and my brother and just be like, here's a game. It's like, it's not, it's just a demo disc. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. for ages. Actually. But my dad used to down, my dad had the internet at work. So he used to download cheats and print them off for me and give them to <laughs> me. Oh God, I used to, like, I used to do it in school, like in the school computer labs. And he were called a lab. Ooh, it's got a computer in it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you did, like, so technology <laughs> throughout the entire IT lesson. We'd be on, like, what was before IGN? There was like a news website for video games, yeah. which talked about like Pong and stuff at the time. But <laughs> Pong new game, Tetris. Snake. <laughs> <laughs> you joke, but I remember that. You are a snake. You eat things. You get a bigger snake. Okay, so it's lots. All right, so fun. Uh, let's move on. Um, okay, 
Yeah. So those are so three games with examples of good graphics. Yeah. Snake. <laughs> Not Snake. Let's talk about games with good aesthetics. A couple of them we've already mentioned. This War of Mine. Yeah. Yeah. Rob hasn't Rob played hasn't it. Hasn't played it. Came for free, Rob, on your PlayStation. Play it. Uh, what is PlayStation? <laughs> You've got one. You've t- ah okay. Don't 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 you know, use that word. <laughs> what word? The T word. <laughs> Especially not when it starts with an R. <laughs> <sighs> uh, okay. What did I mention? This war of mine. Okay. Yeah. Next game. <laughs> not a hero. Yeah. Aesthetics. Retro pixel art. Really and good. Force as well. Bro Force is in the same category as that. Bro Force. But it doesn't need to look... It doesn't need to be graphically amazing, does it? To be fun. That benefits from not being amazing. Yeah, that's the whole idea. It's just a nostalgia trip. There's the aesthetics of it, as Chris said. Aesthetics. Dark Souls as a series. All of them. Yeah. Aesthetically, they have a feel. Yeah, no, they're so creepy. And Bloodborne, I'd add to that. Yeah. Bloodborne probably... Maybe even more so in Bloodborne. The art style... When you get in Bloodborne, you're like, this is like the creepiest fucking place in the world. It's just like, it's so bleak. It's probably more bleak than Dark Souls. Um, and I think a, a game that deserves to be on both of these lists, really, is Dishonored 2. I haven't played it yet. Still have You've copy. got my copy. Yeah, I know. So I need to install it and play it. Well, Dishonored 2, it's... The world feels... I can't really explain it. It feels as it should, if that... Sort of makes it's sense. Even Dishonored, Dishonored, the first one was like that yeah, as well. It feels alive and all t- everything's tied in, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, one last one. Rob will have played this. Crash Bandicoot, because it's getting a reboot. I'm buying it because I grew up with Crash Bandicoot. Anyone want to defend yeah. this? Well, yeah. The I art style. It's fun. I love yeah. the art style. I'm not. I can't remember the. Actually, there's a bit. Those sort of games always annoy the shit out. It's not a spoiler, but the start of Uncharted Four. There's a bit where you can play Crash Bandicoot. What? Oh, Oh, because it's Naughty Dog, isn't it? You know, yeah, yeah. So you can, and it's it was fucking hard. (laughs) It's really impossible, and the graphics were obviously terrible. But this was what, like, twenty years ago. So, so I think coming back for a bit of a summary on this, the title of the episode is "Graphics Aren't Everything." That's something. And yeah. Do, would we agree that graphics are a tool used to convey an a message? Art. Yeah, they're used to convey an aesthetic rather than th- the end point of what you're trying to do. You should not aim for just amazing graphics because you could have the most photorealistic graphics in the world, yeah. but the art design's terrible. I think I think the title is probably a bit misleading because graphics are really important if done well, but we're not talking about graphics as the common person would talk about them so we're not talking about as i said looking at every single pore on a piece of skin but some people that is important (sighs) but then people need a life but then you're not then you're not enjoying the game i'd compare it to like a a director who has like the most amazing camera if he's got no like art direction art department or any decent skill in directing then there's no point in shooting like something in hd well, if it's not interesting, or, take, take or it's Warhammer. like that's, no, War, that, that's an amazing, that's an Warcraft. amazing. If he's just going to shoot actually. something like out of focus, or not even out of focus, but just not no, in an no. interesting way, but that's for not example, gonna... take the film Warcraft that came yeah. out. Film Warcraft, that 
that was um that was really graphically good but the story was a bit pants i still haven't seen it uh, it's got travis Fimmel in it i need to see it i would think about batman v superman right that film to me aesthetically and and graphically the cgi is pretty good looks amazing and i i enjoy that film just to kind of look at the shots because Zack snyder like he's not a great director but he's an amazing like the cinema, amazing cinematographer. cinematic set pieces that look whether amazing. it's either him or a cinematographer like one of them's absolutely amazing I think so I think yeah, Rob's yeah. analogy of a director with an amazing like, yeah. world's best camera and not much else is kind of it's like if you're just going sh- to just going to shoot like the inside of an office and there's no point in having amazing graphics. But if you're going to shoot like Peter Jackson did New Zealand like New Zealand yeah. and the landscapes in New Zealand, then it makes a big difference because you, it's do, you don't need high, uh, HD TV to do a colonoscopy, basically. Yeah, yeah. Well, you do silence. Not for Grammy, you know what I mean. <laughs> but I think what we've come back to again is the important, the important role that graphics play in a game, but they are not the topmost priority. But correct. First of all, they're not the topmost priority. Gameplay is probably is, and the second thing is they. Sorry, the first, the first thing is the gameplay is probably the most important bit. And secondly, with graphics, it's the correct use of them. Yes, it has to be in the right game and in the right, right scenarios. Aesthetic and right, yeah, precisely. We we can't keep on harping after uh, game companies that oh we want more realism, we want more realism, we want more nipples. Yeah, I, if, if you want stupid. realism, like full years, <laughs> more want, nipples in games. If you want full realism, go outside. Yeah, I went outside once. The graphics are amazing, but the gameplay is shit. <laughs> And there's no yeah, respawn no, system. What the hell? It's so depressing. <laughs> I know, and, and 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 I didn't get any stars for all the shooting I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think uh, we've tackled that. <laughs> At least well, actually, <laughs> we've tackled that in a really technical way, actually. Yeah, which is kind of like good. We should all give ourselves a pat on the back. Okay, I think we're going to go for a quick break, and then when we come back, Mike stop pounding it. Otherwise, we'll get sued by Jim Sterling. <laughs> So we're going to go for a quick break. (laughs) And then when we come back, we will come up with the one-star Amazon review quiz. Welcome back to the One Star Amazon Review Quiz, stolen from the Real Film Podcast. Nice plug. Uh, Which is uh, can I, can I give you a good inferior bit? to our podcast. <coughs> Jesus, Mike. You can it's not a competition, we're a network. <laughs> it's totally a but competition. We <laughs> um, so this is a quiz in which Chris picks some games from Amazon, reads out the One Star Reviews, and we have to guess what those games are. Did I win last time? I think I did, didn't I? Uh, No, Lisa won by default. Can I also say we got some great feedback on the Amazon One Star review quiz. Someone listened to it and said it was inspired. Well, there we go. Look, you are leading a generation of future podcasters. I know, right? (laughs) Head of the curve. Even though we're older than you. Yeah. Oh, bless him. Actually, saying that, we're older than him, but he's way more advanced in uh, the game of life than we are. He's actually planned a wedding. Doesn't own a house, mm. though, does he? Neither do I. True that. <laughs> but he doesn't have to do his own cooking. 
true that. Mm, that's not true. That's <laughs> really. <laughs> I should probably put a, I, I would a little clarification that in this that he said this before. <laughs> so it's, it's not sexist. Okay, so it's not sexist if you say it about your own girlfriend. I'm pretty sure that's sexist. Not in Russia, it's not. <laughs> in Russia, it's legal to beat your partner, yeah. and it's not a crime unless they require medical attention. So there you go. So, moving on from Russia. Russia to the capitalist economy, and Amazon One Star Review Quiz, which we got sidetracked from again. <laughs> so, I'll put some game show music in. First game. Ready? Ready, Freddy. Don't sound too excited, Rob. I'm mentally preparing myself for this. I'm trying not to look at Mike because like, he's going to mental- do something. <laughs> no, no, okay. I really am not. So, game. I mean, how, how little do you know me? Game number one. So much for saying they will be stalling the release of this game until it's perfect. No Man's Sky. How this passed Batman. the grade and went gold, I do not know. This is more like the beta. People need to be fired for this complete fuck-up of a release. It looks like they're getting lazy and have the release-now-patch-later mentality. Absolutely love the rest of these games and have been looking forward to this game since it was revealed. Fallout 4? The, right, the writers stop just guessing every game you know this is not, not how this works I'm not I'm actually thinking the Bethesda r- has a habit of doing that the writers clearly couldn't be asked as the dialogue is laughable uh, is it Mass Effect Andromeda ding 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 <laughs> shut up Rob uh, Ryder actually says sigh uh, I sold my copy and moved on already. There's only like 12 or 13 one-star reviews, but then how many people are actually going to bother to go on Amazon and bitch about a game? Yeah. It's quite hard. For movies, people do it. Yeah, but for games, it's know. quite difficult. I don't think the, the dialogue is that bad, actually. But no. I did hear something about dialogue, that's what. So, next game. Yes, it's 1-0 to Rob as he's constantly waving his hands at Mike. Mike, stop making that hand gesture. I'll throw you out the studio. <laughs> to you. Are, you. are you two ready? Stop messing about. It's like having children. I'm ready. Okay, I'll tell you for a fact, this game looks stunning. It looks beautiful in all the animations, especially. Unfortunately, that is where the praise ends. The gameplay, if you can call it, is so cookie cutter and incredibly basic. The whole game is very attractive aesthetically, but it's slapped onto a basic standard RPG. The combat seems incredibly basic and lacks a lot of depth. If this is Dark Souls, Chris. I'm going to lose my ship. <laughs> <laughs> it's dark, so... No, it's kidding. I'm kidding, it's not. Uh, well, you made me lose my place now. I was actually worried you were going to hit me. I was genuinely <laughs> guessing Dark Souls, because... Uh, so, yeah, the combat seems incredibly That's basic incredible. and lacks a lot of depth with just an arrow and a spear. Oh, Far Cry Primal. No. There are other weapons, but during most of the playtime, they are pointless. There are only light and heavy attacks for the spear... Would it have killed them to put in some combos? There are different types of arrows that affect different types of enemies. And to put it simply, fire, ice, shock, and tear. It's incredibly basic and bores you after a few hours. Granted, there are a few other weapons to to lay traps or incapacitate enemies, but they are just as boring in my opinion. This person clearly did not get the gist of this game, by the way. Well, it's an, the annoying thing is the fact that the game lets you craft arrows any time during combat or fleeing, etc. However, are talking about Zelda. Oh, is it Tomb Raider? It's not Tomb Raider. Oh. However, 
This game makes the protagonist stand still to heal, which doesn't make any sense. As you're free to craft arrows on the move, yet you are completely vulnerable while healing, which doesn't make any damn sense. The simple yet annoying mechanic is a poor gameplay design, and in my opinion, it really disrupts the flow of the game, especially while fighting some of the more difficult enemies. Yes, you can heal while rolling away, but for the most part, you'll be standing still like a tool for some reason while a giant enemy stands at you and fires its cannon in your face. Cannon? Hmm. I don't feel like I've played it's this game. It's not Final Fantasy, is it? I'm having to edit certain bits of this out on the fly. Because it's not Final Fantasy. It's not Final Fantasy. There are 30 enemies in total. Notice the quotations as this is not technically true. There are... Three. The, uh, this type of enemy, this one type of enemy, can be mounted and ridden after a certain point. But that's all you can do to them. Well, that and shoot your boring arrows. Is it Shadow of Mordor? And cut. No, it's not. And cut and paste other enemies. Because there's no four arrows. In I think developers missed a trick yeah. with being able to use parts machines to craft upgrades for your so horizon zero dawn is it it's horizon zero dawn it's literally about to say that. i don't think this person got no. the gist of the game to be fair no that's that's just stupid and the, 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 the sorry whoever wrote it but that's just the final stupid. no you can no. call them an idiot apparently they missed a lot of potential both gameplay and design wise uh i beg to differ i've not seen the gameplay but the design looks pretty incredible from what i've seen Okay, yeah. the, 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 final, the final sentence for the this is To finally cut to the chase and give my honest opinion Horizon Zero Dawn is a shallow, half-baked template of an RPG And if it were not for its shiny gothic exterior, it would not sell Right, so this game has been compared to The Witcher for its, its depth of side quests I've heard a lot and read a lot about the, the story And how uh, Alloy is an, uh, an outsider and why she's an outsider But her view quickly sort of through character development yeah. changes to realise why the world is screwed and yeah. like, apparently yeah, it's yeah, really it's deep. really interesting yeah so my brother my, yeah Matt's played it quite a bit and he says it's really clever really okay let, let, let's rip on his favourite franchise I mean um, next game <laughs> Dark Souls <laughs> ding 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 no I'm kidding it's not Dark Souls I know game number three horrible game the movement of the character is poor the camera angle angles feel like dynasty or samurai warriors and just the start throws you into a dungeon it doesn't what? give you the thrill of trying to escape it it just simply feels like you have to do it for the sake of it i'm not talking about oblivion are we if you're going to have a combat system do it so the camera sees all around you and lets you move in a more fluent way for honor not for honor Oh, actually, sidetrack on the Little Star Cinema. Yeah, oh, in yeah VR, the Four Honor thing. Yeah. You watch the Four Honor thing; it's amazing. Uh, moving on with this review, uh, the only way to lock on it onto everybody as an in what? The only way to lock on is to lock onto everyone as an individual. It is poor and doesn't give you an option to parry or counter; just simply to block. This is a very accurate opinion of mine is I've never played a game that for no that has no reason for starting there is no tense moment only aggravation I will play this game sell the way through somebody's autocorrect is having a field day in this <laughs> <laughs> really should have proofread it 
I will play this game all the way through and if anything changes I will change the review. A poor game, a poor start in a game is usually a template for things to come. I just read someone say candidate for game of the year. This is laughable with the release of Mass Effect, Horizon Zero Dawn and For Honor. I think this is a standard game. It's not um, However, Dishonored, is it? It's not Dishonored. Con consider how Ninja Gaiden started. It gave you a sense of purpose to stop the enemies oh, and save people. How did you get Zelda from Ninja Gaiden? I wasn't listening to that bit. I was listening <laughs> and this is why you lose. <laughs> this, is, this is just average. Team Ninja, you have messed up. Wait until it goes down in price and it's not even worth paying for. Well, I think I know what the game is, but I can't remember the damn bloody title. There was a hint at the beginning of this. Yeah. As in, I'm ripping on a franchise. Something automaton, is it? It's not near automaton. Oh, Neo. It is Neo. Rob wins the Amazon one-star review quiz. I taught Neo. Is that the first time you've won? Went on my podcast all the time. Oh, Ironically, the only time I lost on my podcast is when the re recording got corrupted, so it's never exists. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow. Okay, Correlation, so not causation. After Rob's victory, we'll go for a quick break and we'll come back with our summary. You mean quick break of his legs? <laughs> <laughs> And so, in summary of today's show, I'm still keeping the episode title. Graphics aren't everything. Oh, that's fine. Um, final thoughts, agree. guys. No, you can't just say agree. <laughs> Justify yourself. I All concur. those in favour say yeah, aye. I. And that's how Brexit <laughs> happened. Because <laughs> people like us didn't stand up, say what we wanted. That's because we gave people a vote, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so your idea is to take the vote away from people? Yes. I concur. Carry on. Question. Your final so thoughts, yeah, Robert. Final, final thoughts. thoughts. Graphics are important, but it depends on the game. So for something like Telltale, it doesn't really matter that they're a bit shit. See, I will counter that. My final thought is, graphics are re are, are important but not in term of super graphics. The correct application of style, of art, of aesthetics yeah, yeah, yeah. is what helps a game. But the, the core fundamental of a game is gameplay. Yeah, I'd say I'd say art style and that is incredibly important. But I'd say actual like rendering resolution isn't yeah. that important. No. I think actually the the best summary we can give is that uh, actually I'll give my opinion first that I think graphics are again a tool to use as you said to enhance a game as in you can use graphics to influence art and whether you're going for hyper realistic mass effect style graphics or whether you're going pixel art it doesn't matter it's just i think rob's analogy of a film director with mm. a camera is yes. the best way of describing graphics yeah it, it's a tool at the end of you the day. Good, Rob. You did good. I did good. Yeah, yeah, he was actually useful. Without a PhD, yeah. I never will See, have one. This is why we always end up devolving <laughs> into mean. really philosophical topics because of doctorate in philosophy. Except Rob. He's going to have one soon. Nah. He won't fail because he's got us. I feel that's the reason I might fail. <laughs> Dick! Well. <laughs> 
Have you seen this video? I'm just doing my uh, work. <laughs> Come watch this video. <laughs> Come watch this video of this cat sneezing. It's hilarious. <laughs> that, that's how that's how tedious work can get, especially when you do genetics. Hey. Wow, that's uncalled for. Hey, no, I can slag it off. It's fine. Okay. Um, there was something else I wanted to mention earlier, but I can't remember what it is. What was it we found on the internet today that was stupidly hilarious? Not that. Oh. <laughs> when Mike pulls out his phone, I tell him to Google something. I didn't expect him to actually do it. <laughs> Here, Mike, at, at Google, work. Google, Google image this. Not on his, Jesus Christ, no, not on your work computer. But we won't mention what it was because that's really horrific. Yeah. But the Rick and Morty Swift posting group on Facebook... Ah, Mr. Mean Six, look so, at me. So apparently, somebody it's a si- good sign-off line. <laughs> so there was, a, there was a lady who posted on Reddit or something that the weirdest thing her husband did during intercourse was right at the point of climax. What? what I can't remember the right. I'm word. Mr. Me Seeks. Look at me. Yeah, he said, "I'm Mr. Me Seeks. Look at me." Now, just picture that in your mind. No, I don't want no. to. I don't want to. I don't know. How? Uh, how did that pop into that guy's head? Seriously, how? I'm Mr. Meesey. Look at me. <laughs> I'd like to know what she said afterwards. I'm, I bet you she thought he had a stroke or something really <laughs> horrific. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, thanks, love, for killing the mood. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to say that, he's probably done weird shit before. So she's probably kind of used to it. She's used to it or into it. So <laughs> or, or, either way, or could you imagine? Probably not surprised. I say if it wasn't her husband, if it was a first, like a first, like. Last. I, I feel like <laughs> if that was the first time it'd be totally worth it just to like <laughs> yeah, but sac- like, end the relationship it'd be worth it just for that moment could, could you imagine if like if you did that and then she actually got the reference that that's like that's just like yeah just marry her done. what if she found it like more attractive when you pretend to be Mr. Meese <laughs> <laughs> she suddenly got really into it at that point you're like well this is where I'm just gonna just gonna leave oh bad out. I'm done honestly run Jump out the window. Well, there was something else really funny and weird we found on the internet. I can't remember what it was. Uh, no, Rob. Stop <laughs> it. Bad Rob. And this is why you don't get enough work done. You may not be Googling weird things, but... You, 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 <laughs> I just sit there doing hand gestures behind people all day. Um. So I think we should probably end. Please. Yeah. <laughs> on that. And and how do we end, guys? I'm Mr. Meeseeks! <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going to be able to have sex again, ever. Because <laughs> I'm just going to picture that. <laughs> I'm just going to picture Mr. Music. <laughs> uh, world's most effective contraception. It depends what you're into. Pe- people are into bronies. True. The internet is a scary, scary place. Yeah. No, I can't think of what the other thing was. It couldn't have been that important. No. You done, Rob? Yeah. We should probably. Ah, there was something else we should mention. Oh, yes. Um, the idea that we've been toying with was Rob's idea of doing uh, there's a pod for that live stream at some point yeah so regular listeners will know we're part of a wider network of podcasts um, we're going to be launching the website for that probably this week why did you just interrupt him stop being a douche <laughs> I'm just saying this he wanted to actually say what the network's called he's going to the network is called there's a podcast for that see so professional um, so there's four podcasts there's a pixel perfect podcast the real film podcast which i host with my brother matt grow some ovaries which is about being a woman in uh modern day society and i host that as well no, I don't. <laughs> 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 um, also, I'm a oh my God, that is one thing we should totally do it's all swap podcasts for a week <laughs> That would be quite funny. We can host the Grow Some Ovaries podcast and see how quickly it gets taken off iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> What's the tampon? What do you do with it? 
Um, if you're Archie, you put it up your nose. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a bad idea. You, you, do, reali- you do realize that's what the uh, military use sometimes. Yeah, for bullet, for bullet wounds. wounds. Yeah, field, field, field medicine. Sorry, Sorry, there's also the Fortnite Forum podcast, which is all about pop culture and things, things like that. Um, so yeah, we've got a website launching, and hopefully we're going to do some collaboration sort of things. Maybe do like a kind of a launch event. event. A yeah, live, a kinda, live launch event. Yeah, live launch event. Just trying to like get things off. Um, Please don't take things off. Get things off. Get everyone off on the launch event on the live stream <laughs> on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> so if you have any like listener feedback, questions, or anything, that'd be yeah, that'd be good. Maybe we could do a couple live Q and A. Live Q and A be pretty good. Yeah, send us questions on maybe our Twitter account at Pixel Perfect yeah. Podcast, at Pixel Perfect Pod. Sorry, at Pixel Perfect Pod. Our Facebook page, Pixel Perfect Podcast. That one was right. Stop giving me the middle finger. Do you want to and iTunes. There you can find go. us there. It's Pixel Perfect Podcast. And uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. But I'm toying with the idea, like you've done, to move to Podbean. Um, Stats are better. It's a bit more accessible. Well, we'll keep you up to date with that, especially migrating our RSS feed and such. Rob, where can they find you? Uh, Twitter, RealFilm underscore movies. Facebook, RealFilm movie reviews, maybe. Something like that. <laughs> you run the page. WordPress, <laughs> RealFilmMovieReviews.wordpress.com. iTunes and Podbean and also YouTube. We to- Yeah, we should probably mention our, our blog and our YouTube channel. Um, on YouTube, you can just search for the Pixel Perfect Podcast on there. Yeah, and WordPress is also Pixel Perfect Podcast, and we have all our updates from every single place we publish, YouTube and so on, on that page. I think that's pretty much it. But yeah, if you'd like the idea of a live stream, drop us a message, uh, leave us feedback on iTunes, that really helps. Um, come click a link on Facebook. Yeah. Leave us questions. We, 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 like, we like questions. We like questions, but not abuse. It depends if I offend Paul enough. If, if I slag off Dark Souls enough, do you think I can make him angry? It's not hard to make Paul angry. Is he bigger than me? Uh, that's maybe, then I'm not going to pick a fight with him. <laughs> I feel like it wouldn't matter because... We'd just both like go, no, nah, I can't be bothered. No, Paul. Paul's very vindictive. Yeah, So we'd he'd be like... Get, he'd get nasty, man. Oh, no, I'm not good with that. I'm a lover, not a fighter. What, like you'd spray him with laxative or something? Yeah, my, we work in... We Think where we work, what we could get access to. I don't think anyone would be Cy- stupid. Cyanide, enough. apparently, is just in the fucking fridge. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Go and grab that. That was so bad. Like, hey, why does this fridge smell funny? Oh, it's oh, is that, is that, is that cyanate? Cyanosulfate gas. Oh, yeah, it's nice. Half an hour later, oh, man, I've got such a man, headache. I've got so much cancer and death right now. <laughs> well, this is why we have good laboratory practice. Very important. Yeah, totally. Robert. That's uncalled for. Somebody was without a lab coat today. To be fair, I don't tell him off because I don't care if he dies. Harsh. That is a bit harsh. I just realised how harsh that wow. was. <laughs> right, shall we sign off now? Well, I'm going. <laughs> See you later, everyone. <laughs> All right, so for the Pixel Perfect podcast, I've been Chris. I've been Mike. And Rob is now left. Yeah, Rob's left. <laughs> Bye, Rob. Don't fall down the stairs, Rob. You realise he's left and he's your ride home, right? Nah, that's fine. He, he can't leave without this wheel. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> See ya.